Welcome to the 12th Street Daily, a podcast intended to encourage our faith family as we seek to become apprentices of Jesus. I'm Thomas Winborn, the lead pastor at 12th Street Baptist Church. Today we're looking at 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 11 again, but just the ending statement. Uh, to do this, we look at verse 10 once again today. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks is one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves is one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. And then there's this doxological statement, this worshipful statement that Peter says to him, to Jesus, belong glory and dominion forever and and ever. Amen. To the, to the Father or to the Son, this could be stated. But let's break down what it means. To him belong glory. So what does it mean for someone to have glory? We're not just talking about the physical representation of God's presence that we see, the Shekinah glory of the Old Testament. We're talking about it a little differently here, the usage of the word when he says, to him belong glory. This is kind of a commanding statement that he deserves glory. He deserves the glory. And so in this sense, we can think of the definition of this word being something that would reflect things like honor or respect or status. So we think about it that way. To Jesus belongs glory. To, to Jesus belongs honor. To Jesus belongs respect. All respect he is due. Jesus, uh, all status is his, that he is the king of kings and lord of lords. He deserves all the praise, all the glory, all the goodness, all the honor, all the respect, all the reverence. Is he getting that in our lives? Is he receiving that honor and respect and status in our lives? Are we making sure that everyone around us knows that he has the status in our lives of King of Kings, of Savior, of Redeemer? Is he receiving that in how we speak of him? Are we speaking of him at all? Because then he's not receiving that glory. He's not receiving honor when we do things that go against his character, go against his nature, go against his commands. Instead, when we love him so much that everywhere we go, we recognize his presence with us and we make much of him every moment, everywhere we are, that's when he receives this glory because to him belongs that glory. To him belongs that honor, that status, that respect. And then it says to him belong glory and dominion, which means that he is over all things. There's nothing upon which he is not over, that he does not have ultimately control over, that he does not have ultimate power over, even power over death. To him belong that glory. To him belongs that dominion forever and ever, that there is nothing outside of his grasp, nothing outside of his hand, nothing that can ever uh, turn aside his directive commands, nothing that ever can overcome him or thwart his plans. He is all-powerful, all-controlling has everything in his grasp, and to him belongs glory and honor and prestige and respect and status because he's been so good to us that he would lay down his life for us, that we might be brought into his family, that he, the righteous, would die for us sinners so that we could be declared righteous and be with him forever. Is he receiving this glory in our lives even today? Is he truly, are we submitting to that dominion, that control, that power of Christ, or are we bucking against it, trying to do our own things and our 
own ways for our own glory. Let us, brothers and sisters, repent of our sin, of disobeying, of robbing him, trying to rob him of his glory, trying to live as though we have dominion. Let us instead live in the way in which we're created and where we will find the most joy to live in such a way that we give him what belongs to him, all the glory, all the fame, all the power, all the prestige, all the status, for he alone deserves it.